0: People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. A quote by John Jansh. You're listening to episode five, and today we're talking about how to use digital content to get people to want to do business with you. This is Digital Content Podcast, where you hear internet marketing strategies to attract and engage your audience, build your brand online, and increase revenue. This podcast is a production of NagaDigital.com, where we show companies how to optimize their sales and marketing funnels using social media, email campaigns, and multimedia content. And now, here is your host, Nancy Gathesha. A very warm welcome to our new subscribers, and if you're a returning listener, I appreciate your time. Thank you for tuning in. So we normally start the show with a quote or some industry news, and today we're talking about Mark Zuckerberg. He has decided this year to ditch his annual challenges in favor of long-term reflections. So I was watching a crowd cast, you know, with Facebook expert Mary Smith and other people. And she talked about how included in Zuckerberg's long term plans was Facebook's commitment to helping small businesses have access to marketing resources that up until now were mainly up for big businesses because they have the big budget. So this is very interesting, and in light of this info, it behooves businesses to really take advantage of these free platforms, which brings us to today's topic. We're talking about how to foster the know, like, and trust factor using digital content, and I'll be sharing my ABC marketing system. All right, so let's start with A. A is attract with social media. Now, on a previous episode, I compared marketing with dating, and we saw how a single person wanting to meet potential partners you know they can't just stay at home hoping and praying that their ideal partner will miraculously appear and press the doorbell right they have to leave their homes you know they have to put themselves out there and for introverts like me who feel socially awkward you know among large crowds of people you know this putting yourself out there requires courage and creativity but I digress so my point is it's the same with businesses when it comes to attracting your ideal audience or, you know, uh, reaching people who want the services that you offer, a business just can't open, shop, and, or have a website and hope that their target audience will somehow find them, right? Every business needs a mixture of both outbound and inbound marketing strategies to reach the target audience and also to create this know, like, and trust factor. Because, you know, just like we go to events when we want to meet or... You know, we want to connect with new people. As a business, one of the easiest, easiest ways to reach your audience is to go where the party is. And in today's world, that party is happening on social media. So whether it's Facebook or Instagram, Twitter or, um, you know, Pinterest or YouTube, just to name, you know, a few of the popular networks. These places are ideal both to find and be found by millions of potential customers. Because here's the thing. With over 2 million daily users, 2 million, that's quite a number, right? Social media is still by far one of the most effective ways to attract your audience online. And that's because your target audience is guaranteed to be logging into these platforms regularly. I mean, you're listening to this and you probably log into one or more social media sites every day. And statistics say that we spend a minimum of one hour daily on these platforms. So that's why you want to create content that lets people get to know your brand. Remember the know, like, and trust? There are 140 million small businesses that reach their audience mostly for free using the Facebook family of apps. You know, that's that's another statistic that I had on this webcast I was listening to. So are you one of those 140 million small businesses or are your competitors out there reaching your ideal audience? All right, so We'll talk about more on the best platforms you need to be on and what kind of content and what time to post and all these kind of details on some later episodes. But for now, let's move on to getting people to like you, all right? So attract with social media, get people to know that you exist. You know, it's a place to raise your hand and let your audience see, oh, who is that, you know, so that they get to know that your brand actually is out there. And you can do that for free using social media. All right. So now once the people know you, it's time to build a relationship with email. All right. Because here's the thing. Attracting new audiences is one thing. You can go on Facebook or on on Twitter, LinkedIn and post content and, you know, get people to get eyeballs on your content so that they know that you're actually existing. But converting that cold traffic, because that's what they are. These are strangers. Converting that cold traffic to warm leads and then buyers is a whole other thing altogether. And again, to use the dating analogy, I like to use it because it makes a point. We can all relate to that, you know, either dating or meeting someone new. If you don't know someone, you know, you met them for the very first time and they propose, um, you'd probably run for the hilt. You'd think something is wrong with this person because it's just, you know, not only is it creepy, but it's needy and it's just not normal, right? We, we, people get to know each other first, And then if they like each other, then, you know, a relationship develops. And it's the same with marketing. We want to offer value first before proposing a sale. All right. And email campaigns are a great way to build relationships with your audience and to develop this like factor via their inbox. Now, the relationship is going to start with a um, value-adding freebie. You know, it's called an ethical bribe online. It's a valuable lead magnet. And this one would ideally solve one problem that the subscriber has. And then you're going to follow that up with ongoing campaigns that add more value and show the reader how you are the ideal person to solve more of their problems because a business is there to solve some kind of a problem. And now email is a great and a cost-effective method for this two-way communication, delivering free content and other offers that go beyond the lead magnet. I say two-way communication because again, like in relationships, it's not just one person talking right? If you get to know someone for the like factor to go on, you know, you say something and they say something back. It's a conversation. An email is perfect. You can have a two-way conversation going by, for example, when you send out, you know, uh, um, an email, you ask them to hit reply and answer a question or click a link to go and take a survey. But we'll talk more about all that on upcoming episodes where I specifically will address, you know, the building relationships using email. So, When we talk about, you know, sending free content and other offers beyond the lead magnet, it doesn't mean spamming people to death with buy my stuff emails because that's a good reason to have people quickly unsubscribe. And you don't want to go through all the effort of, you know, acquiring these cold leads either with organic or with paid traffic and then having people unsubscribe because, you know, you're hitting them up with too much buy my stuff emails. Now, it is worth mentioning that although many of us have inbox fatigue, you know, we have more emails than we're ever going to read. Email still remains one of the most effective digital marketing strategies for brands out there. And here's the reason. According to a new study from Yes Lifestyle Marketing, 47% of consumers will rate email as their most preferred media channel for brand communications so although we you know we have too many emails we're still happy if we know oh this is something that adds value to me or this is a special offer because I'm an exclusive subscriber we still open emails that we think are um, you know they're gonna add value to us right We might put them in a read later box and catch up over the holidays or something, but we're still opening emails. And if 47% of consumers say this is their preferred method of, um, you know, communications, then we don't want to be ignoring it. And it's also very, very cost effective. Again, we'll talk about the details on an upcoming episode. So moving on, we've attracted strangers online using social media. So they know about us and we're building relationships with emails. And if we're doing it right, we are getting our subscribers to like hearing from us. All right Now let's talk about the last factor, which is the trust. And it brings us to the third letter in my system, ABC, you know, attract with social, build with email and C is convert now. On the, I believe it was the AIDA episode, the one about funnels, either episode three or four. I think it was episode three. We talked about the buyer's journey no longer being a straight line. You know, it's not a straight funnel from up to down. It's more like a zigzag, you know, it's it's round. It's, it's you know, it's not straight because we're seeing content in different places. You know, you could be using your mobile phone and you're surfing, um, you know, you're, you're on, on, on Instagram or on LinkedIn. And you're using the app and you see something there. And then you might be on your computer, you know, on a weekday and you open up your emails and you see different content there, all right? Consumers need multiple touch points before making a purchasing decision. And according to HubSpot, statistics reveal that it takes around four to eight touch points, right, before a consumer actually decides to make a decision, a purchasing decision. And these touch points exclude social media. All right, so education marketing not only will help your potential buyer to make informed decisions, but it also will build the trust that we consumers need. I say we because you and I are consumers. We need some trust before we start pulling out our credit cards or parting with our money, right? And multimedia is great. It's a great way to build trust. Now, think, for example, um, think video. It's way, way easier to get a prospect to book a call, you know, a call where you can close them after they watch a video, as opposed to seeing a tweet or a post on LinkedIn. Now, although these platforms, these social media platforms are great for driving paid traffic, you're driving the traffic back to rich content. So some examples of multimedia would be live or on demand webinars. Think um, video sales letters, info presentations, live streams, also on social media, or even telesummits. These are effective content strategies that create the kind of trust that will move your warm leads and your prospects to the next level of their customer journey and ultimately you closing them. Now, even audio like um, paid, some, some podcasts are paid or free ones like the one you're listening to right now. They have lots of conversion potential for the simple reason that the hosts <laughs> like me is literally talking into the listeners ear, And this by default creates the trust factor way, way quicker than, again, a tweet or a post on LinkedIn. Now, I've had women, for example, say that they felt like they personally knew me after listening to just one episode of my lifestyle show over a Design Your Success podcast. Now, there I share more personal, um, you know, I have a more personal way of um, of podcasting. But still, you know, by the nature of the media, when you listen to someone in your ear, you kind of feel like you know them more as opposed to when you're watching Um, you're watching them on, on video where you're a little bit detached, it's like a movie, or when you're, you know, reading a tweet or a post or a long blog post. So audio has lots, lots of potential. So multimedia content also facilitates both inbound and active outbound marketing because at the convert stage, right, they know you, they like you, they trust you. You're no longer a stranger online, you know, pushing for a sale right your audience knows you by now they, they, you know they are they are acquainted with you because of the content you've been creating they know you they like you and they are trusting you and as we both know trust is earned with time right we rarely trust strangers with our money and especially online So content marketing is not like, um, you know, like a a quick, you know, a quick uh, something to get a quick buck, not like a quick bullet uh, strategy. It's more you want to think long term. You want to think about the customer value at the end of the day, not just to make one quick sale, but to have delighted customers who are also going to be ultimately, like I like to say, be your brand ambassadors. Now, to wrap this up, let's tie together how this ABC has been working for me personally. Let me just give a real example. After successfully working with clients, I have a satisfaction template to improve how I serve my audience. And some of the things that I ask in this survey is how they heard about me, right? How did they become aware of me? Because you want to gauge and see what campaigns or what strategies are working so you can do more of that. So I asked them, how they heard about me and why they chose me over my competitors. Now, here's a specific example of a typical zigzag customer journey from a stranger to a delighted client. Because remember the zigzag, you know, your client is going to see your content in different places. So here's how it goes. An ideal customer avatar of mine listens to my podcast. She then follows me on social media subscribes to my newsletter, joins my free private Facebook group where I do live streams in there. It's private. So it's not the Facebook page. It's the group because you have more reach in a group than in a page that we're going to cover that on some other episode where I do live streams and I, you know, I answered questions, shared educational posts and just interacted with people. I also made offers on social media, you know, on, on this, in this group and on my pages and in the emails, but she never took me up on any of these right multiple touch points but she never took me up on my offers but when she was ready to engage a coach to help her achieve her goals she is the one who personally reached out and asked to be my client So this is more inbound than outbound. I wasn't chasing and, you know, she reached out and she did this because she answered the survey. She said she did this because she had been following me for a while and she trusted that I could get her the results that she wanted, which I did and she did. (laughs) Okay, so moral of this short example is... The consumer needs multiple touch points to make an informed buyer decision. Sometimes it can be faster. It can be quicker. Some people are ready to make a choice, you know, within the first post. You know, you have a post on on, on Facebook that drives them to your sales page and they immediately buy whatever it is that you're offering. That can happen. Okay. Um, But more often than not, we are empowered consumers who want to, you know, do a bit of research, especially when it's things like, you know, coaching or consulting. So what you want to do then is, since they need these multiple touch points, you as a brand, you want to optimize your marketing in a way that helps those consumers to not only make informed decisions, but to choose you over your competitor, right? So you want to implement a strategic content marketing plan. Because here's the thing, ultimately, you and I never know which piece of content it will be that's going to attract or it's going to build or convert your potential buyer. We never know which one it is, all right? And again, in the upcoming episodes, we'll go into more details, you know, on social media and email and, and multimedia. We'll go into models of the attract, build, and convert. Okay, so we normally wrap up with a pro tip. We're coming to the end of the episode. And today's pro tip are, well, let's say there are two. One is evaluate your brand's ABC, right? The stages, they attract, build, and convert. And then optimize your potential buyer's journey with content that makes it easy for them to know, like, and trust you, okay? Remember, social media attract, they get to know you. Email, build, they get to like you because of the content you're sharing starting with the lead magnet. And then convert with multimedia, they get to trust you because things like video or audio build trust way more easily as opposed to a post on social media. So that's part A of the tip. Part B is use metrics or surveys to see where your buyers are converting or where they're dropping off. Okay. Or as we say in the marketing term, look for the leaks in your funnel and then seal them. Seal them with content, with good content. Okay. And so with that, we come to the end of today's episode. But remember, the conversation continues over at my blog, nagadigital.com, where you can share your thoughts, you can ask your questions, which I answer on an episode, and you can also download your complimentary checklist on the essentials of digital marketing. So that's it for today. Thank you so very much for listening in. I appreciate your time. And until next time, be well. For consulting inquiries and the resources mentioned on today's show, visit www.nagadigital.com today.